Hello, welcome to 21st Century Moses podcast. My name is Sammy Zhu, your host. We've been going through the series called Relationship. It's all about relationship. Last week, we studied from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 through 25. It talks about end times. Uh, more than just being afraid of le- end time or being selfish because of fear or being self-centered, uh, we need to meet together. We need to love one another and do good deeds as the day approaches. So that is what we learned from last week. And that is the foundation of this series called Relationship. Because as we see the Lord Jesus is coming back, what we need to really focus on, what we need to prioritize, what we need to put our effort in is to love one another. To love one another, we need to meet together. Now today, we are going to study uh, from John chapter 15, verses 5 through 6. It reveals about the very, very important truth about relationship with God. Now we cannot bypass relationship with God to love one another among people. Of course, Jesus commanded us to love one another, and the great commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. But before you love one another, before you love your neighbor as yourself, what do we need what do you need to who do you need to love first? You need to love God first. Okay? So this verse, this passage shows us what it means to love God and how how does it look like and how we can truly love God. So let's look at um, John chapter 15 verses 5 through 6. I am the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown away like a branch and dries up, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Amen. Now, this is God's word. So let's look at three things here. What does it mean to love God? And the second one is, what is the benefit of loving God? And third one is, how should we love? Or how should we, how can we remain in Him? So let's look at one by one. I am the vine, you are the branches. So this is what it looks like to love God. When you, when it comes to love someone, you might think like you are thinking about that person. You want to buy coffee. You want to buy a great, nice meal. And that's, that's a great expression of love. But still, you are um, separate from the person, right? You are uh, distance, maybe you are in a different country, you are in a different neighborhood, or uh, you go to different workplaces. So there are times that you cannot be together, but you still love that person, right? However, the love relationship between God and us, it's much more intimate than you can even think of, right? Because it says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. Do you see the picture here? It's a, um, it's an in relationship meaning that you are in God and God is in you it's almost like being one together yes it is being one together with God you are in him you are in God and God is in you so that is the love relationship how it looks like between God and us it's a much more intimate than a husband and wife or parents and children relationship friends and friends relationship this is the most 
most wonderful, most intimate relationship. But here is what we need to be very careful because when it comes to saying uh, we are one with God, you might think like, oh, I'm one with God. Does that mean that I'm God? Not at all. Because look at this verse again. I am the vine, you are the branches. What does that mean? Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We will never be vine. We will, We are just branches. The vine stays, but branches can what? Cut off. It can be cut off. So anytime. So we have to be, which one is it depending? Does vine depend on branches or does branches depend on vine? Of course, branches depend on the vine. So vine is the sustainer. Vine is the the Lord. So Jesus is our Lord even when he lives in us and we are in him, right? So that is the Lord and the servant or Lord and his children relationship. We have to remember this. But this intimate relationship is the right picture of relationship between God and us. Now, the second part is this. What is what are the benefits of loving God? Okay, being in Him. There are two benefits in this passage. The first one is bearing fruit. If you truly love God, if you truly are in Him, then you will bear fruit. Number two, you will be saved. Okay, so let's look at this passage again. It says in verse uh, 5, I in, uh, You in Him and I in Him bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And also, it says in verse 6, If anyone does not remain in me, he is thrown away like a branch and dries up, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Okay, amen. So let's look at the first part. It says, You will bear much fruit, but if you are apart from me, you can do nothing. Meaning you, um, you are not capable of doing anything if you are apart from Jesus Christ. So, let's think about this. Bearing fruit. Bearing fruit. Now, some people think that being, being a Christian means accepting Jesus through prayer. And you go to church and you read the Bible and you pray sometimes and you participate in small groups and that's all about it. But that is not all about Christian life. That can be expression of, or activities that you do as Christians. But the essence is this. If you're a true Christian, if you truly love God, then you are going to bear fruit. Now, what kind of fruit is it? There's a fruit of the Holy Spirit shown in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 through 24, and the nine characteristics of the fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? So you will see the transformation in your life. You see that your heart is being changed. You know, we are all sinners, but we, but we are saved by God's grace, as in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9, and our sins are forgiven. Right, we became new person, as in Second Corinthians five seventeen, so that as a new person, you are showing a new life, new habit, new characteristics, and they are shown. They are the fruits of the Holy Spirit, and that is the fruit that is mentioned here in John chapter five. John chapter 15. So we must, if you truly love the Lord, if you are truly in Him, now if, you, if God is in you, you will bear much fruit. But here's the thing. If you are away from God, if God is not in you, 
if you're not in God, if you turn away from Him, then there's no way you can bear fruits. Okay, well, you can be still successful. You can still make a lot of money. You can be uh, respected by other people. But if you're not in Christ Jesus, you cannot bear fruit. The other way around is this. Now, just because you are in a big church or a big organization, just because you are educated with lots of Bible knowledges, doesn't mean that you will bear fruit. Some people misunderstand that. You know, I if I want to do a great things, great fruits um, for God, then I must go to this institution, I must go to this big church, and I must learn uh, the uh, Bible knowledge from this scholars and so that I can bear fruit. The Bible never says that. Well, God can use them. However, the essence is this again. You need to be in Christ Jesus, no matter what situation you are in. You can be in a poor condition, you can be in a rich condition, doesn't matter. You, as long as you are in Christ Jesus, then you will bear fruit. But if you are away from God, if you are away from Jesus Christ, no matter what great condition you are in, you will never bear much fruit. So the first, first benefit of being in Christ Jesus, first um, the, uh, the benefit of being in a relationship with God is bearing fruit. But the second benefit is this, you will be saved. Of course, you are saved, right? When you accepted Jesus, when you, if you truly believe in Christ Jesus, you are saved. But in relationship with God, that is what secures your salvation. Because we can see it from this passage. Let's look at this passage again. It says in verse 6, if anyone does not remain in me, Right. If you, in other words, if you do not truly love him, if you are not in him, then he is. This person is thrown away like a branch and dries up, and they gather them and throw them into fire, and they are burned. What does that mean? What does the fire mean here? It can definitely mean a hell fire, the punishment, eternal punishment. So, what is the condition? You must abide in Christ Jesus. You must be in Him. Otherwise, again, we need to remember that we. Are branches. We're not vine, right? If we if we if we are cut off from God, then we will be thrown away to hell. There's no other place. Okay. So sometimes the people misunderstand or you know think they think this way. You know, I can take a break from uh, church. You know, uh, my my life got busy. You know, uh, maybe. You know, I used to be a very sincere Christian, but, you know, I can take probably about two years or three years just break from the church because, you know, uh, I don't think I can handle both my Christian life and busy life. Oh, that is not, this is not the right thinking. This is a very dangerous and this is not the biblical. It is even satanic because if you are away from God, then you will be thrown into fire. Of course, of course, um, I'm here, I'm, I'm saying that um, either ch is church equivalent to God? So if I'm away from church, does that mean I'm away from God? Well, well, God is definitely bigger than church and He is the head of the church. But remember what we learned from Hebrew chapter 10 verses 24-25 last week. As the end time comes, as the Lord is approaching, you need to meet together, you need to love one another, and you will need to do good deeds even more often right so the church is an expression of your love for one another and also it is the obedience to love for god as well because you will never be able to separate from loving god 
from loving one another. It goes together. So, if you are really away from the church and if you're not going to church at this moment, probably the chances are you are away from God as well. But if you are away from God, again, you are going to be thrown away and you will be thrown into uh, the fire. So, you must be careful. So, come back to the Lord Jesus Christ. Come back to His body, the church, to love Him and to love one another because this is how we can truly remain in him this is how you truly love god if you do not love other people brothers and sisters how can you love god who is invisible and that is the last part that we're going to touch on we just learned about what it means to love god it means to remain in him just like branches remaining in the vine but what are the uh, benefits number one benefit is you are um, you will get you're going to bear fruit but at the same time you will be safe if you are in him you are saved you will be saved but if you are out away away from him then you will be thrown into fire so you must remain in him the last question last part is this how, then how can you remain in him how can you truly love him well the, there are two things that we need to do to remain in him the first one is to keep his word meaning to obey his commandment the second one is to remain in the gospel meaning that you confess jesus as your lord and remain in him now first john chapter 5 uh, chapter 2 verse 5 clearly says if you truly are in him you will keep his word okay you will obey his word now the question is what does it mean to obey his commandment in verse 10 it says if you love your brother then you will not be in darkness you'll be walking you are in you're walking in the light so the love is the commandment what is the love love for one another that's why Jesus kept saying, in, especially in the book of John and 1 John as well, to love one another. Again, John 13, 34, 35. If you love one another, then the world will know that you are disciples, meaning that you are true Christian. If you are truly in Christ Jesus, you will love one another. So love one another is the commandment. And then if you are truly in Him, if you truly remain in Him, then you will keep His commandment. So that is the first one. And the second one is this, through uh, confessing that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior and remaining in that teaching. In 1 John, 1 John chapter 2, verses 23 through 25, it talks about Antichrist. Who is the Antichrist? Is that the scary person with lots of money controlling all the government in the, in the world? Maybe. But the essence is this. Those who deny Christ Jesus as the Son of God, they are the Antichrist. They are the liars. Okay, but those those who confess Jesus as the Lord, then they are uh, they are the children of God. They are the ones who truly remain in Christ Jesus, and then they will stay with the. They will they need to remain in that teaching continually, because in the verse twenty seven also remain in that teaching, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's no lie in it. So remain in Him. 
Okay, remain in that teaching. And then in verse 28 also says, if you remain in that teaching, then when the last time comes, you will not be drifting away. So it's very, very important. We heard the gospel of Christ Jesus, right? And the gospel is so simple, it's so true, but sometimes people want to get away from it. It's like, I already know the gospel stuff, and then I need a new teaching. I need something cool. I need something to really ease my emotion. And I need something other than this simple gospel because it sounds like a childish and it is like old truth and old uh, outdated but that is not the case you have to be very careful the teaching from Christ Jesus stays the same so you must stay same in the gospel of Jesus Christ stay the same remain in the confession that Jesus Christ died for you and he rose from the dead and he will come back he is your Lord and Savior and remain in that teaching that's how you can truly remain in God. In 1 John chapter 2 verses 15 through 16 warns us because there are people love the world. But if you love the world, the love of God does not remain in you. What does that mean? God is not in you and you are not in him. You are just in the world and world is in you and your heart is corrupted. And uh, what's the out end uh, outcome? You will be turning away because you are turned away from God. Again, you are the cut off branches so that you will be thrown into the eternal fire. So you must not love the world. Instead, you need to love your brothers and sisters in Christ's love. So that is how you can keep the commandment of God and that is how you remain in God. At the same time, you need to remain in the teaching that you heard from the beginning. What is that teaching? It is the teaching of Christ Jesus that you are confessing Him as your Lord and Savior. So this is a very, very important how how you can remain in Him. Again, love relationship between God and us is very intimate. You are in Him and He is in you. The benefit is that you will bear much fruit and then you will be safe. But to do that, but to have this love relationship, first you need to keep His commandment through loving one another. And you need to confess. You need to remain in the gospel of Christ Jesus, confessing that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. Now look at the world right now. We are, we are just saturated by so many information. The, uh, the media, the social media, smartphone is controlling over so many people all around the world. It looks like they are in the smartphone, smartphone and smartphone is in them. Right? Even when they do not carry smartphone, they always think about what's in the smartphone. And they are almost like a slave to smartphone, social media. That is how the world operates. Okay, So again, we should stop doing that. And we truly need to have this love relationship, true relationship with God and us. That He is in us and we are in Him. And we love God more than any other things. So that love is proved by, evidenced by our love for one another for God's kingdom and glory. So let's love God more than any other things. And let's remain in Him. And let's bear fruit for his kingdom and let's be safe. Let's pray. 
Heavenly Father, we thank you. We praise you for this wonderful message that you have given us today. Father, we pray that as we delve into this intimate relationship with you, please help us and guide us that we can truly uh, keep the commandments that you have given us so that we can truly love one another, not the world, but love one another. And also, we can truly confess you as our Lord and Savior continually, but not just one time, but we'll be continuing in this confession so that we'll not lose um, this confession from our mouth and from our hearts so that we can truly see the salvation that you are bringing us, you are keeping us, you are protecting us so that uh, we can truly see one another even in the heavenly place that we love you and love one another forever. We thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' holy name, I prayed. Amen.